What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Man's League Podcast, where we talk all things Cleveland sports and then some. Follow us on Twitter at Man's League Pod. I'm Gabe Kovas, joined alongside by my uh, co-host, Ray Marsh, and also with a very special guest. He's one of the hosts of The Fifth Quarter. His name is Sean Gilbert. It's a man's quarter. Do. It's a man's quarter. It is. It is a man's quarter. Thanks for joining us, us, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Not a problem. Not a problem. So, Gabe, Gabe, since we're all here right now, uh, should we uh, cue the music? Let's go! (laughs) Let's go! Let's go! Let's go, Sean. I know know it, boys and girls. We edited it on. We edited it on, Sean. Just let you know. Side note. We edited it on. Let's go! So, so you you know what it is, boys and girls. Most of us have never seen the Browns play in the second round of the playoffs in our lives. So this is history in the making. Uh, I, I know people have been asking me, oh, hey, Ray, what's your prediction? Ray, what's your hot take? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, here it is. Browns, 40. KC, 28. Bet the over? Definitely. Definitely bet the over on this game, people. This is Josh Kobot's gambling talk, but we're betting the over. Browns winning. Hot take. Hot take. Ooh. Ooh. Donovan, Peoples, Jones. Three touchdowns, five catches. Let's go. Let's go. Book it. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Let's go. We see We see, uh, We see. see their Tyree Kill raise you, Donovan Peoples, Jones. I like it. Exactly. Five exactly. catches. He's only he's only catching bombs here. Did he play last game? He didn't. I don't know. I don't think so. If yeah, he, he did, was, he had a quiet he's night. He's but... now. So he's due. He's I due. guess I guess I'll do mine right quick. Browns. Forty-five. Chiefs. Forty-three. Let's hot go. Take. Hot take. Baker throws for four tutties, 500 yards, and and it's all the cream hunt. Revenge game. Let's go. Let's go. I like it. I like it's, it. It's a double revenge game. Pat Mahomes and Baker Mayfield because Pat Mahomes took his spot at Texas Tech. That's why he left to go to OU. And uh, I almost said Tyreek Hill, but cream hunt. Kansas City, he's going to see red, and we're going to be bleeding orange and brown. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. What do you think, Sean? I like it. I like it. I think the world's waiting to hear what the fifth quarter uh, is going to <laughs> We got to know. We, uh, well, before we started, I was just saying that I didn't know what I was going to pick, but it just came to my mind. This is 100% going to be a revenge game for Kareem Hunt. Um, so I'll guess my hot take will be, I'm going to call three touchdowns for Kareem Hunt, and I'll say 200 all-purpose yards for Kareem. Oh. He's going to light them up. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to get the dub. It's definitely going to be a shootout. I'll say Browns. I'll say 42. I'll say 42-38. Uh, that means all touchdowns, no field goals by Parkey. Um, just you know, we're just we're getting six every time. So I think that's what it'll be. 
Bet the Let's over. Go. Bet the over, folks. Let's go. Let's go. Three for three. We got the Brahms winning here. I'm feeling good. I am feeling great. I'm feeling okay. fantastic. So we got a hot take sent in uh, by my brother Josh. So uh, let's hear what he has to say. What up, boys? It's Josh Covan. Braxton. That's Braxton. That's my second son. We are longtime listeners and season ticket holder of Colleen. We whooped that booty of Chase Claypool, Juju. We made Big Ben cry. <laughs> we made Big Ben cry like a bomb. We made all those Steeler fans that live in Ohio. Huh? Steeler fans in Ohio? Isn't Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania? You dummies! And now we're going to take that Corvette Corvette to Kansas City, Missouri. Hold on. Kansas City's in Missouri, not in Kansas? Huh? Dumbasses. And we're going to whoop that Chiefs at butt. 38-28. Hot take. We're up 31-28. Fourth quarter. Last drive. Patrick Mahomes is trying to win it for State Farm. But no, no, no. Not so fast, my friend. He can't smell. He can't taste. Straight out of the COVID list. But he can take it all the way with a pick six. Denzel Ward shouts out Ohio State for getting their ass whooped. But Denzel Ward pick six with a dagger to take down the Chiefs. Let's go. We are going to the conference championship, boys. Believe it. Bet on it. Take the Browns money line for all you gamblers. Let's go, Browns. Let's go, Browns. Let's go, Browns. Let's go, Browns. That was the longest, that world record longest hot take prediction we've been sent in. And not only was it informational with all the geography lessons, you know, Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania. Kansas City is in Missouri. Uh, Man, Denzel Ward picked six to seal the game. Huh? I feel would it. would be huge. That would be sick. I think the best part about that, I think the best part about that was Josh's voice. As you could tell, he wasn't yelling, but it seemed like he had to be quiet for some reason. <laughs> like he wasn't talking. Like Shanice yelled at him, like, hey, can you not yell? Can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. Or something like that. Yeah. Take a breath, Josh. That was a lot to unpack there. We yeah. got that sponsored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get to our preview of the Browns-Chiefs game. Who would have thought we'd be here? Certainly not me. Um, But, hey, the Browns are here. And divisional – if I would have told you guys last year, yeah, the Browns are going to make it into the divisional round and face the Kansas City Chiefs, what would you guys have said? Um, at the start of 2019, uh, yeah, I would have said, yeah, I believe it. Dude, we were riding hot. I mean, we were we were hot and heavy for the Browns, and then they just went out and had a miserable year. Um, we, we know how that turned out. And it's just what what a great what a great season, man. That's, that's going to be tough here with, with KC. Dude, mm-hmm. the only thing that scares me the most about this whole game, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like even if the Browns are up by, like, I don't know, you know, like, uh, like, like 13, you know, 14 points, um, you know, with fourth quarter with like, even like three minutes left, it's like, ugh, KC, they just score at will. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
I felt the same. Yeah, the one thing. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, against the Cowboys, I felt like that. Against the Titans, I felt like that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our defense is going to have to make a stop, which is hard to ask for against Tra- or against Patrick Mahomes, but they're going to have to. That's the only way. Even if we go score for score, whose defense is going to make the stop, you know? I mean, their defense is, like, 32nd in the league in the red zone. Ours is, like, 18th or something like that. So something's got to give, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, Sean, I what, what um, the Bron- I'm sorry. Sean, what, what, yeah, Sean, what do you think the Browns have to do to slow down? What do you, what do you think? What do you think the strategy going in here this week uh, against the Chiefs is? Do you think it's like kind of, you know, blitzing Patrick Mahomes? Listen, he hasn't been on the field in what, like 20 plus days. It's, yeah. it's almost three weeks since he's been on. So, what do you think? What do you think the best way to approach this this game here from a defense standpoint is? It, it's tough because you don't want to say you know blitz every play because then he'll just drop back and launch at eighty yards to Tyree Kill. But um, you obviously have to get after him, and I think our defensive line is good enough to get pressure on him without having to send extra guys. Maybe a, a linebacker here or there, but I would think you know with Claiborne and, and Miles and Ogunjobi and Richardson, those guys should be able to get enough pressure. I would think. Um, at least to hurry up Patrick Mahomes so that Tyreek Hill's not blowing past our secondary. Um, but I think that's kind of where it starts. Obviously, our secondary guys need to, to do their part, but I think if our defensive line can do well enough, we don't have to worry about you know MJ Stewart or these other guys just on an island with Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Um, but, I mean, it sounds obviously easier than it, it's going to be, but to me that's, that's how I would do it. Yeah, and it's um, it's huge to have Denzel Ward back. Um, Josh said he's going to get a game-winning pick six. But uh, here's a stat from PFF. Uh, Denzel Ward, he has a 31% completion percentage when in single coverage in the last three seasons. And he's the only cornerback to have below uh, 40% in that regard. So having him back is going to be huge. Um, something that, like, we didn't really brush on, we didn't – and it's good that we didn't hear about Sandejo. That means he didn't do anything remarkably bad <laughs> that we all noticed. So, um, and, and we had huge takeaways also uh, against the Steelers. And the, the Chiefs offense doesn't make that, those kind of mistakes that the Steelers did and, and Big Ben did uh, versus Patrick Mahomes. But I, I think we just got to – play their game but beat them at their own game like it's as stupid as that sounds like i we just got to go score to score toe uh for toe for them and then you said uh, like their red zone defense is bad ours is like middle of the pack their run defense is like bottom i want to say like bottom five or bottom ten like somewhere in there and so that's another key to the game that we have to look into is, uh, you know, just pound the ball down their throats, open up the passing game. Because, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense is uh, definitely not that, like, like something to write home about. And, I mean, the, the Raiders had a big, uh, like, a blueprint game when they beat them earlier this year um, to stop Patrick Mahomes and stuff. And it was just basically try to keep the ball out of his hands. And then, we just got to do that. We try to. It's it's going to be hard. To, we can, we're not going to be able to do like play the clock 
like we did against the Steelers to like win, like go up 28 and then play the clock. Like Chiefs could easily come back while down 28 against the Browns. You can't, you can't, it's almost like they're at Golden City or I'm sorry, Golden State. Like they could just score at will. Like even if you do try to run the ball, like even if you do have like a six minute drive, they'll come down and, and score it in, you know, 45 seconds here and put it back up and then, and then they'll stop you. Um, I think the game, you know, like we were saying, I, how do you slow him down? Oh. Man, I really do think that the Browns need to get after get after him early. And like what Sean's saying, you know, make Patrick Mahomes make a decision early and not let Tyreek Hill beat your secondary. I think you do. You got to be aggressive and you got to blitz the heck out of him. Um, just because three weeks without playing a football game, I mean, you're not going to be, no matter what, I mean, Andrew, great coach. I'm sure he's going to have him coach ready. But I think – I think you need to throw them off, almost like you do with like a rookie quarterback on their first game. Throw the book at them, make them, you know, quick decisions, bang, bang, bang. I think that's that's what the Browns need to do. I need Jason Deho coming off, willing to risk his life, you know, put them shoulder shoulder pads down and just run right into Mahomes. That's that's what we need. We need. I think we need a spark early, just like we did against the Steelers, to like, hey, we're in this. We we could do this. This is you know, this is nothing. I think that's the biggest thing, like a like a turnover or, or a big third down sack or or anything to get you know our whole team pumped up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. We, me and Logue were talking. Uh, we were saying you basically either have to put Carl Joseph or Sendejo man man with Kelsey because they just lay the wood. I mean, they're undersized compared to Kelsey, but everybody is. So you need guys who are just not afraid to hit him. Um, he's a big dude, but. You don't want someone who's afraid to at least – because he's going to catch the ball. You know, you need right. guys who are going to knock it out or force a fumble. And I think – I mean, as as much as we talk shit on Sandejo, he flies around. You know, he likes to hit people. So, this could be a Sandejo coming out party. Who knows? You know, 18 weeks into the season, maybe we finally get it. He is so due for an interception or just like a huge <laughs> play. Like, we joke about it, but Something. like – In the back of my head, I think he's going to like have like a huge play. And, I mean, cross my fingers, knock on wood, if we beat the Chiefs and go to the conference championship and he doesn't do anything against the Chiefs, he's due for something in the conference championship. And if not that, <laughs> knock on wood, Super Bowl. So, who knows? So, I um, pulled up uh, – you actually tweeted the fifth quarter podcast, the fifth quarter co- podcast, tweeted this. You guys did numbers, by the way, on this tweet. with uh, The Get Up ESPN stats. I that was awesome. That was a great tweet. I did not know that either. Yeah, yeah, so, that was a uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the, tw- the Twitter fingers were definitely alive on that. So Browns and Chiefs offensive uh, comp. Uh, I'm not sure what that is short for, but forty point games. We have had four. They have one. Three touchdown quarters. We've had five. They had one. And 50-yard plays on scrimmage is we have four and they have two. So, statistically, we're going to win. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Based on these stats. that, though. I know. That's insane. We had um, – I mean, Stefanski knows how to run this offense and with the explosion of uh, Chubb. And I'm sure that Chubb um, – I think Higgins has to be one of these 50 50- – uh, DPJ is one from the Titans game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I didn't even like. Oh, know. Or I think Odell's against Cincy earlier in the year. That long pass. Yeah. Damn. What was the Where, game? Like, the end zone? What was the games that we had like forty plus? So we had Steelers, obviously. Uh, Titans. Bengals. Titans. Did we put up forty in the Bengals? I think we only put thirty-eight or thirty-seven. Still. Still. Yeah. Still. Here. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Right. Did we score forty that game? Yeah. That was another high-scoring one. Yeah. Yeah. But that just goes to show, like, even though the Browns didn't get the win, that's a great game to reference. I didn't even think about this. But the Browns went toe-for-toe with Baltimore and how elusive Lamar Jackson, you know, obviously he got hurt and stuff. But, I mean, they were just scoring at will at that game. And I really do think that the Browns can, you know, have gotten better since that game. And hopefully, hopefully we're able to get a stop or two and and be on the, the – you know, fortunate side of that score. Yeah. Of that score game. That, what, that's one thing I will say is, and I don't want to jinx it. So if, if this doesn't happen, you guys can come after me, but um, the chiefs this season look more human than they did last year. I mean, last year they were like absolutely unreal, blowing everybody out. Um, they've had some games this year where it's like, well, you know, you get them to do this and you can win like Miami. Um, that game was pretty close. Pat Mahomes threw three picks. You know, who would have thought that would have happened? Um, if Tua could throw the ball further than 10 yards, they might have been able to win that game. Um, but that was a, that, you know, Miami's defense is kind of subpar as well, you know, and, and Miami's offense is kind of average and they were able to score as well. So, and like I said, it, it sounds impossible because it's the Chiefs, you know, it's the almighty Chiefs. But any given Sunday, dude, like you just said, Ray, we put up 40 points on – two tied defenses and the chiefs have one of the worst. So on paper, you'd think we would be successful. Yeah. I actually have, uh, yeah. How- I'm sorry. Uh, I, I-, I got chiefs games. Uh, Go ahead. Up. So the past seven games or the last seven games of the season, they are. So Panthers chiefs, they only beat the Panthers by two 31 to 33 chiefs, Raiders, 35, 31 uh, chiefs versus the bucks, 27, 24, Chiefs, Broncos, 22-16, 33-27 Dolphins, 32-29 uh, against the Saints, and then 17-14 against the Falcons. I'm not going to count the Chargers game that they lost because they were sitting everybody. But, like, the last six games that they had with everybody playing, it was all close. And it looked like they were, like, kind mm-hmm. of missing their steps and whatnot. I think, like, kind of sleepwalking, like, okay, we're going to make the playoffs. Like, we're the Chiefs, yeah, yada, 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 Super Bowl champs. Defending Super Bowl champs, and I feel like we could catch them sleepwalking. Definitely, rest versus rust. Like they've been, like you guys said, like been sitting for twenty days, and you know we're. I feel like we're peaking at the right time. Plus, we're gonna get Stefanski yep. back, all these players back. Batonio, Ward, Johnson's uh, also a big one because we don't want really Robert Jackson, um, the the fish as the <laughs> kids call him. Have you, by the way, have you ever called anybody a fish, Sean? Because Chase Claypool called that guy a fish? Uh, not, I, I can't say that I have. That was definitely uh, an interesting insult, to say the least. But, yeah, he's a little, he's a little salty. Oh, yeah, he is. What is and, hey, well, how about, how about his comments? I don't know if you saw he went on again to talk about his comments. Yep. And he said, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been so uh, salty if the Browns would have won with class. Like what, yeah. dude? Like get get out of here, kid! Like just did shut you see up. him come out and uh, he apologized? Did you see that tweet? No, I did not. 
Yeah, he was like, uh, I talked to some of my friends on the Browns, and I just want to wish them the best of the luck the rest of the way. Rep the division for us. And I was that like, was okay. Mike. That was the owner and Mike Tomlin saying, "Hey, shut up, yeah. get off, put this fire shit. out." Yeah, that's his PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got the quote: "If the Browns had one with more class, I wouldn't have been so salty about it." But them mocking Juju just didn't sit right with me. They can enjoy the win another week of football, but. They'll be on the couch right next to me next week. Shut up. Shut up, dude. <laughs> dude even, the, even their own fans are getting annoyed with them. Um, I, you know what's crazy? When I watched the game with you, um, I was like, I kind of like Claypool. He's, like, he's a good young receiver and stuff. And, you know, he keeps it himself, yada, yada, yada. And he definitely ruined it. <laughs> this whole past two. Yeah. Hey. I, okay, I, I don't want to get off topic, but I just saw – I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's that graph – this graphic here with all the quarterbacks and stuff. Like yeah. Like with mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. And I'm just, like, looking at it here. And it's like, you know, everyone – so Josh Allen, Baker, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, and Goff. Who would you guys want in this game here to go – like, who would, who would you take – over Baker, or if you could have any of these guys, you know, I, I guess who would you take over Baker in in this one game here? This I mean, coming I up game right now. Yeah, yeah. So so against Pat Mahomes, you know, which I would, me personally, the only person I would take over, or, or you know, I would pick Baker. I would take Baker over Jared Goff, and I would probably take Baker. That's it. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't think it's, Jared Goff is great. I, mean, I think he's kind yeah, of, Jared Goff is no, he's overrated. No, yeah, no, he's overrated. I mean, would you take yeah, Baker? Uh, over, would you rather any of those guys over Baker right now in this game? No, I, I mean, I would take Aaron Rodgers for sure. Um, yeah, no yeah, doubt about yeah. that. I honestly don't think I would take Lamar over Baker only because he's you know, he's he's one dimensional. So if for whatever reason he has an off day running the football, you're going to lose because he's going to throw picks. And I know no one's done it yet, but um, Baker, he has a less chance as of recently of turning the ball over. I saw the one stat. I don't know if Gabe, if it was retweeted it, but in like the last 10 games at the remaining quarterbacks, Baker has thrown one pick compared to the rest and everyone else is like three plus. So the dude just doesn't turn the ball over. Um, I feel like in a game like this, this is what you want, but it'd be stupid for me not to say I would take Baker over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's just silly. I think um, – And Brady too, really. But I think – I don't know. I guess Rodgers – Where would you yeah. rank Baker? Maybe, maybe that's a better question. Where would, you, where would you rank him in this, in this top eight? Oof. I me personally, I would go Mahomes one. Then I go Rogers two. Um, actually, I yeah, Rogers two, Allen three. Probably, um, Breeze four, Brady five, Jackson six, Baker seven, eight. That's what I would go. That's pretty fair. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, I mean, Gosh I would be in there. I guess another um, like thing that we can Josh like, Allen though that we can kind of Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I mean, 
He, he's Bills in, fans he's would impress me this year. Bills fans would probably say Josh Allen number one. I mm-hmm. guarantee that. I bet you Bills fans would be like Josh Allen number one. Well, Bills fans, Bills fans are just like Browns fans. Like we just we're just Homer as hell. Like we don't like. I try to throw logic into any argument. Then I'm like, but I'm like a Browns fan, so I got to like work for my bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, I, I mean, right. something that uh, is good that we could uh, run with with this, like, ranking thing is who are you, like, most worried about on the Chiefs? Like, what player? So, like, my number one is Pat Mahomes, obviously. Two would be Tyree Kill. Three, Travis Kelsey or something like that. And then four, honestly, would yeah. be like uh, the honey badger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> forgot they had him, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe an underrated thing with the, with the um, Chiefs is, is if, we, if Edward, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire gets going. And see, that's the thing that sucks is like, you know, Pat Mahomes could just rip it. And, and, and you know, it's, it's funny. There's like a lot of like third and, third and inches, and he'll go back and he'll just do, do a drop back and he'll make the completion. But, like, that's just deflating. Like, if they're just running up and down you and then, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire goes off for, like, 150 yards and, like, three touchdowns and, and stuff. So, yeah, obviously. He's out, I hope. think. Oh, is he, is he out? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still hurt, I think. Just, Let me look at that. So, it's just Le'Veon? Yeah, is just Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Washed out Le'Veon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm behind on the news there. You know what's crazy? Like, that's how – I think people view the Browns also right now. Like, okay, Baker is um, – he's peaking right now. You got Jarvis. You got Higgins. Um, and obviously Chubb and Hunt. Like, that's five people right there you should worry about. And obviously with our, with our line that's, like, top in the league. Like, that's something to worry about. I, I feel like other people – Hooper, too. Out. What's that? It said you got Hooper too, and Hooper's yeah, been Hooper, Big Nut, Harry, possibly, um, and Joku's been been stepping up too. Mm-hmm. Dude, Dude, we got a lot of weapons, right? Now. <laughs> you know, I was I, I heard that OBJ like he might be able to come back uh, if we um, like advance further. Way, I was Seriously? that today. Like, imagine if OBJ came back. Like, people had the game plan for, like, how we're playing right now. And then you throw OBJ in the mix, like, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's no way. There's no way he would come back. I bet you those reports did come out, though. I, I'm not disputing that. But there's no way you'd put him back for one if, game. Even if he did, he'd have to purely be a D-boy. Right. Have to yeah. be. There's no way he would be fully, yeah. which I'm fine with. You know, like a team's make a game plan for a guy who's not even going to touch the ball, but yeah, wouldn't that be something? Now he's <laughs> so sick. Oh my God. When did he and go then, out though? When was that injury? Was that December or was that, was that November? Was it, that early? December? It was whenever they played the played Bengals the and they like won. I was, it was like right, right around Halloween. Yeah. I think, I think it was, was right around Halloween. Late yeah. October, early November. Oh my God. That was so sick though. I, <laughs> Just having OBJ. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of my I've problem. never. Uh, I don't want to get. How long does it take to recover from a torn ACL? I've never. I've never tore. Anything? Oh. Um, Anybody know? Let me look it up. But 
Yeah, or so the injury. So it happened on uh, the October twenty fifth. ACL tear recovery time. Let's see. Let's say like probably six like four to, to six months. Uh, sir, after surgical repair, six months, six to nine months. Nice. Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> I know. One, two. Three, yeah, we're only like three months, <laughs> three, four months. <laughs> It'd be like the earliest comeback from a torn ACL ever. Hey, that means <laughs> that, puts, again, that like, puts them at end of July for nine months. I mean, not to not to look ahead. I, we're talking about KC, but that's nine months. That's end of July, so that's right at the start of tra- you know training camps going on. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I, that. I don't think that's going to happen. But, I mean, it was just a sick thought that I was hearing today. But, um, yeah, I think, man, I, I was listening to the radio today, and uh, a lot of people think this is a winnable game. This is such like, – I think if there's any team that beat the Chiefs right now, it would be us. I think we're just – I, in my opinion, maybe because I'm a homer, I think we're a more complete team than Kansas City. Like, complete. Like, I'm not talking about, like, offense, like, versus uh, their offense versus our offense. But statistically, we've been better with, you know, those stats I read earlier. But this all-around team, I think we can be – we're a better team. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, I would say – I mean, like I said, it's – if you just say, oh, the Chiefs is – or the Browns is good as a team, people are going to laugh in your face. But if you pull out stats, like you said – it's a lot closer than people think. And when you're talking all around, we might have the edge um, considering our, their defense is just that terrible. Um, and our defense has been bad, but the last couple of games we've stepped up more than people probably thought. Um, so I think, and like I said, it's crazy to, to even say considering how bad we've been over the years, but it's a lot closer than people think. I, yeah, all, all those stats are good. But one of the biggest stats that boils down to that the Chiefs went 14 and two, <laughs> you know, they and yeah. they look good doing it for the most part. Um, but hey, that's the good thing about the playoffs is it doesn't matter what you did in the regular season. And Browns and like we've been saying this whole thing, Browns absolutely have a chance to capitalize on it. Um, like you know, red zone, like that red zone D. The Browns once the Browns get in there, I think you just got to you know, punch it in with, with Chubb and Hunt and, and just go with there. Gabe, uh, why don't the Browns run many screens? You know, when, when, Chubb, when Chubb ran that big screen for a touchdown against Steelers, I was like, where has this been all year? Where has this been all year, these, these screens? You know what I'm saying? The funny thing about that, Sean, do you remember this? When I watched the game when Chubb scored off that screen? Mm-hmm. The play before, I'm like, why don't we, like, run a screen or something? Yeah, I could uh, – speaking, since you just mentioned that, when Kareem Hunt was in Kansas City that rookie year, he made a killing off-screen passes. Yeah. What would it be like is if he came out and had, like, three tutties, they were all screen passes, like a, you know, gotcha, you know, type of deal. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, it worked last week. You know, they got to implement it. That was always the highlight I saw of Kareem Hunt was just catching, just catching the ball out of the backfield and just outrunning the defense. Everybody, like, yeah. I was like, this guy is so good catching the ball. And then, like, the Browns, we just haven't really done screens or or passed out of the backfield that much, Barry, with those guys. Not that we've needed to, 
But like, hey, man, when Nick Chubb ran for that touchdown, to me, what I thought, like, why don't we do this four times a game, four or five times a game? Yeah. I think – and, and it's a high percentage throw, too. You know, you don't have to worry about – you know, I, I feel like against a team like the Chiefs is you don't want the clock stopped all that much because then you're obviously giving them more chances. But screen passes are as bad as – about as high as a high percentage throw as you can get. Um, it's just like a run, you know, it's just like an outside zone, you know, it gets the ball on the outside and go. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Just, you get a wall it, of this is a week to do it this week. Yeah, you get a wall Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then also something that's great is our downfield blocking has been sick. Like, I mean, if you got Jarvis, he's a dog. He, he's going to get real scrappy with it. And even Higgins, uh, DPJ as well. Um, that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, Ray, good thing you brought that up. Like, the screens, man, like, Chubb and Hunt, they're deadly with those screens. And it, it doesn't even have to be, like, like uh, go for a touchdown or things. Like, if we need a first down, like, that's always something we can hang our hat on. Oh, and uh, by the way, how were uh, you uh, feeling when you chugged that Henny? <laughs> Man, how was I feeling before, dude? I was amped up. I was juiced up. I hate the taste of Henny. Um, but after, after, like 15, 20 minutes down, I, I was sitting next to Logan. I was like, man. He's like, well, I was like, I'm starting to feel that Hennessy, man. But it was, it was 100% worth it, dude. It was in the moment. We are going crazy. Um, would I do it again? Probably if we did the same thing to the <laughs> Chiefs. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Dude, I, I – downed like six tall boys in the first uh, not even it was like pretty close to the end of the first quarter and I was just like man I've drank all this but I was just so euphoric from that game I was like I don't feel anything like it was just insane because <laughs> I was just yelling and I was like I keep on needing to drink I'm yelling FaceTime and Gabe you know the phone was lighting up I like I was losing my voice I was like I just lick and I'm like I don't feel anything from this alcohol <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what do we do? Like, how do we, how are we supposed to feel in this moment? You know, like, is right. it normal or? Drink. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I was like, Ricky Bobby, I didn't know what to do with my hands. And then, yeah, I was drinking that Bud Light <laughs> Orange that uh, Sean, pro- that Sean uh, provided. Uh, yeah. And by the way, Bud Light Oranges, very nice. Tastes pretty nice. Top tier. Yeah, very top tier. Very top tier. Sean, was very that top-tier. the. Gabe, Gabe brought it up on the last podcast, but was that the most you've ever chugged? And also, what would um, what is the hardest thing you have chugged? I guess to say, uh, I mean, I, I would say I've chugged more than that, but I've never chugged something that strong without it being mixed or some sort of chaser. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend chugging Hennessy unless no. you were in the moment like that. But Any um, we do not condone. It was awful. It tasted very bad. Definitely it's tasted gross. bad. But <laughs> you know, like whenever like you you're like with a group of people and like you get pressured to chug, and the moment it the peer pressure your yeah. lips, the moment it touches your lips, you're like, oh god, this is gonna suck. Dude, it was and awful. Like, it was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, you're like, so happening. I, I said uh, yeah. on on the podcast, I was like, I, I did a, a shot, a Hennessy shot with Logan at Corner Alley in Cleveland, and it went down the wrong tube of my throat, and it like, went all up yeah. my nose, and it burned. I haven't had any Hennessy since. I'm not GR. Yeah, I cannot do that. Don't give in to peer pressure, kids. Don't chuck Hennessy because your friends tell you to. 
<laughs> or do like I don't know. We're like, hey, it's a man's <laughs> it's a man's quarter. So, so man, um, any closing thoughts about this upcoming game? I mean, I'm just super pumped that the Browns are getting Joel Patonio back, and and you know we're we're gonna be a more full uh, service team with Stefanski, Batonio. Hopefully, Conklin. I don't think Conklin's gonna play, but regardless, we got a full week of preparing without him. It's nice that the Browns were able to practice more this week. Man, it's, it's just as we get closer to this game, I'm feeling a lot better. And I would not surprise me if we, you know, if the Browns get this dub, beat the Chiefs, and then it's the same thing. Browns shock the world, and we continue through the playoffs. So I'm feeling good about this one. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I would uh, – if, if the Chiefs had a game plan – in place for like the, the Steelers and Browns before last week, um, whatever they had for the Browns, I think they probably ripped it up and were like, okay, we got to prepare for something completely different now. This is a different animal. Um, so that to me, I'm confident, like you said, Gabe, I, or like you said, Ray, um, we're hitting strides at the right time. Teams coming together, the morale's there, the, the scrappiness is there, the chips on the shoulder, all the things you want in a team in the playoffs, we've got it. Um, you combine that with your head coach coming back, one of your best offensive linemen coming back, your best cornerback coming back. What more could you ask for? You know, other than the gaming in Cleveland instead of Kansas City, I think we're, you know, the recipe's there for us. Yeah. going to be a lot of Browns fans there too, reportedly. Reportedly yeah. a lot of Browns oh, really? fans are buying the tickets. Good thing you oh, said wow. that, right? Because that reminded me, yeah, Kansas City, like the big thing in the, like Kansas City radio today and stuff that – Chiefs fans are nervous because Browns fans are going to be flocking to Kansas City. I how many tickets are they selling? Or like how many seats are they filling? I mean, fifteen to seventeen thousand. Oh, well, okay. And yeah, that's pretty nice. Like, hopefully, five thousand of them at least are Browns fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that's a that's a big. Kansas City is not that far of a trip. Cleveland fans are about to take over Arrowhead. How cool would that be? And also, it was like, I asked, I, I, a guy I work with, he asked me, because he was like, dude, should I, like, go to the Kansas, uh, go to Kansas City? Like, I have a cousin that has tickets. I'm like, yeah, like, why would you even <laughs> ask me that? Right, what kind of question <laughs> why, is that? I'm like, there's no question, absolutely no question. <laughs> go. He was like, wanted to get yeah, my number right now. I don't, like. Go. I, like, give me the tickets if you don't want it, because I will go. I'm actually – Yeah, I wouldn't even ask anybody. I would just get in my car and drive. <laughs> it is an 11-hour trip from Cleveland. I just looked it up. 11 hours, 8 minutes, 790 miles from Cleveland to Arrowhead Stadium. So, Do you guys uh, – you follow longer. Sir Yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah, said – Yeah. I have his number. He said he's going to drive to Arrowhead if they want. Yeah. <laughs> it. Sir Yacht, friend of the show. I, uh, I don't know if he uh, if he knows how far it is, but oh, he does. He will now. He, uh, he listens to the pod, so I uh, Facetimed him New Year's Eve while drunk, and he ignored me twice because I think he was busy. <laughs> I'm like, and I tell him, sorry about that. But I mean, should we get <laughs> hey, hashtag? Hey, you called Sir Yacht twice, and he ignored you both times. <laughs> yeah, like instantly, like declined. Like oh, as soon as damn. his name popped up, declined. And I texted him, I'm like, should... yo, sorry. I said, yo, sorry about that. My friend dared me. <laughs> yo, you should have hit him with the text message that said answer, like I do with you. 
Yeah, Sean, Sean, what did you what did you think of that when Ray kept FaceTiming me during the first quarter? Dude, my my stream has never been that far behind. And every time, like right before something, I would just look at Ray or look at Gabe and I'd be like, turn your phone down, put your phone <laughs> off. Because I knew something was uh I knew something good was gonna happen, but there was this yeah, I was I was getting irritated. I think it was like the not that not that you were calling just that my stream was like a no play no yeah yeah reason. I got you I think it was the third <laughs> touchdown like um on Kareem's touchdown like I had my phone up and you just see Ray's face pop up and you're like <laughs> yo I'm like what oh <laughs> I just let it ring and then I I because I wanted to see what happened and then I and then I just get a missed text from Ray answer <laughs> but. <laughs> But um, yeah. Hashtag Ken and Gabe Corvette Corvette. If the Chiefs uh, if we beat the Chiefs, let's get it going again. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. How's that? Uh, how's that going? Is it you making any progress with that? No. Period. I did see that. It just said no. That's progress. I think Lima has been egging it on because he's liked every single one of the tweets. Like, yeah. Hey, why not? What does he have to lose? Exactly. Like, I'll drive the streets, bro. I'll be like, Sir Yacht and drive the streets, bro, and just do a little <laughs> bit dance and then head home. Like, who cares? But I'm actually Saturday. Um, I'm going uh, to the airport, whatever, that they're, the Browns are departing from. I guess there's a, like, going to be like a tailgating thing, like, to send them out to Kansas City. So I'm going to go there and just, like. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, dope. I'm going to. Say hi to all of them, you know, like get a quick interview for the pod for each and single, every Browns player, and then they'll be on their Speak, way. Speaking of interviews, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not, Sean, but Gabe and I, us personally as a team, we have interviewed some very famous people. Um, one of them is now the Jacksonville Jaguars head football coach, Urban Meyer. Gabe, is that not correct? Did we not interview Urban Meyer as of fall of 2012? Good transition on that one. Um, I, I would use it, I mean, interview very loosely, the term interview very loosely. I told him what to say. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We I interviewed would. Urban Meyer. It was a total interview, yeah. So, That's would, pretty cool. What did you say, fall of 2012 when we just won our first NAC championship? And, yeah, uh, coming off the first next championship. Yeah, and so it was at like that uh, scholarship dinner thing that he was at speaking at, mm-hmm. and I brought my camera uh, and uh, microphone from our no, well not mine, but from our multimedia class, and then Ray and I uh, went up to the stage. Ray was filming, and I told Urban Meyer to congratulate the Grand Valley Mustangs on winning the next championship. And then he said, Congratula- uh, congratulations to the Grand Valley Mist- Mustangs. Great job, men. And then we used that clip Ooh. for everything. Like, oh, Grand Valley Show Choir won third place at uh, the Edgewood uh, 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 Show Choir competition. Congratulations to the Grand Valley Mustangs. Great job, men. For everything. <laughs> yeah, I was actually at that same banquet yeah i was uh yeah. that year that same year urban was there yeah i won the player of the year i remember shitting my yeah i remember shitting my pants seeing him walk in and i was like oh my god it's urban meyer but yeah that was pretty cool what what were you there were you first team all county second team all yeah position? i was uh What's i was defensive player of the year um let's in first go. team all county let's yeah. go let's go let's go yeah. 
Didn't know we were joined by such a prestigious guest. You know, peaked in you high school, the ultimate peak of, in high school. Of the, you don't talk the, about of the largest <laughs> county in Ohio. It's yeah, I was. Actually, uh, the largest county in Ohio. So yeah, first team all county, first team all pack, first team all district, second team all state. Damn, let's go. Let's ultimate go peak in high school moment. You know, then I fell off a cliff, but it's the peak. What matters, you know? How many yeah. NAC championships have you won? Uh, I think that stat got lost somewhere. Oh, okay. uh, I, I have to contact the statistician for that one, but you should we'll be honored because on uh, there is four NAC championships in this Zoom call. Yeah, dude, you guys were solid. Your football team and baseball team, dude, you guys were solid. Yeah, you guys' mean, baseball team kicked ass. I remember that. I, I, did, I played, what, my senior year, and it was all freshmen at that point because all the good players left, and I – I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I just – it was, it was yeah, like – AJ, uh, Mental League, dude, those guys just destroyed us. What, what year did you graduate? Uh, 2013. 13, okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they were pretty good that year. Yeah, they were, yeah, so they they were solid. They came in fourth, right, in, in state or something like that? Yeah, fourth or third in state. Semifinals. Yeah, they lost yeah. that semifinals game. I went down to Maslin to watch them when they were in that uh, regional game or whatever when they won that. That was freaking awesome to see them beat. Uh, I think they played Ursuline, and, and, and just to see, like, everyone go nuts. I was just like, man, this is crazy. That Grand Valley, you know, a, a town of 1,000 a, a people is going to yeah. uh, <laughs> go into state. <laughs> we played – yeah, I will, I will say uh, the stats are cool, but, I mean, as winning – being in playoff games like you guys were in football or baseball would have been – I would trade that for, like, the stats for sure. Just the atmosphere and – you know, that sort of thing. I mean, we were terrible my entire high school career, but I would give it for a state championship for sure. But then again, like, you get, you know, like, hey, kids, you want to look at the record books and you're just <laughs> there, yeah. you know? But you, yeah, that's true. <laughs> funny thing about Earthland, we played them my senior year. I think it was, it was like the second round of the playoffs uh, for basketball. basketball. Yeah, yes. and uh, we were – what was it, tied going into halftime? Like, it, was, it felt like we are about to shock the world. And yep, then yep. they ended up <laughs> beating us by 50. So, fun, stat, fun stat, that was the first time Ursuline ever scored 100 points in their home gym, and that was against uh, the Grand Valley Mustangs. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I will say, you guys, you, you were, I want to say you're lucky, because I don't know if you, if you had to play against them, but we've played against, well, I've played against them in, in my – High school career, Kareem Mitch Shabisky, uh, Kareem Hunt, um, Devion Smith, who was, he went to Michigan. He's, I yeah. think he's a free agent now. But, and I played Mitch Shabisky in eighth grade, and he, I think he threw like eight touchdowns against us in eighth what, grade. What, what about Lynn Bowden? Do you ever play against him? Uh, they played was? them the year after I graduated, but he shed all over like side two. I mean, he was just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude was just wow. unreal. That's insane, the talent from Northeast Ohio, though. Wow. Oh, I know. You know, dude, like, crazy. you know of those names, but then to hear, like, someone like you actually say, like, yeah, I played against these guys, it's like, oh, oh dude, I remember Willie my senior year, um, he was one of the captains, didn't say a word. You know, you go up and shake hands, whatever. Didn't say a word, looked dead at us, didn't say nothing. As soon as they flipped the coin, before the coin even hit the ground, he said, we want the ball. Didn't even know if they were going to win the toss. And as soon as he said that, I said, we're, we lost. <laughs> like, very first play, he had an 80-yard touchdown. Very first play of the game. And uh, there's actually, if you can find it, it may have been deleted from the internet. There's a, a, his highlight tape 
of him running down the field and Nick Miola's behind him and I'm in front of him because I'm playing safety. And he did this either spin move or juke and made me and Miola run into each other and he just ran <laughs> off the end zone. <laughs> it was like, probably the, one should... of the most embarrassing plays of my high school career, but I, the dude's in the NFL. So what am I, you know, we should, I... we should tweet that out on the podcast at, on the podcast account. Be like, yo, Kareem Hunt was a boss in high school. I see. And then it that, used to be on YouTube. It might not be there. I have to, I'll have to do some searching, but yeah, I mean, it was clear as day. You could see me and Mila, like if someone had zoomed in on us and I was like, yeah, someone was just trying to embarrass us, but you guys should tweet that out. Actually, you should do I'll it. To, since I'll, it have you. Find it. I'll have to find it. That, it, it would hit, especially because Kareem, this Revenge week, game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might go viral. Put that on your huddle tape. Like, yo, like Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> One of your own huddle highlights. Yeah, this is me trying to tackle Kareem Hunt. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But, man, uh, super excited for this Sunday. I think the Browns can do it, man. I have faith. I have faith. Ray, send us out. Sean, thank you for joining us. Thanks for yeah. having me, fellas. Absolutely. Sean, glad, glad, yeah. glad to be here. Glad you could be here for this man's quarter as always uh leave us a bad review on the podcast app leave us one star you know that's what we like people um let's go browns let's get another dub here let's take down kansas city let's go and as always boys and girls did it by myself by myself dog blew up and i'm in the city still i'm still here dog how did i finesse all of this from jane and weston girls all in my bed and they don't trip off first impression girls all in your bed and they just ask a hundred question i can't with you no more cause you be acting extra do your favorite rapper like my son like my son no nothing mutual about my funds about my funds though all you fighting over crumbs where the bread at how they feel about you where you from where your bed at i don't need no pill to speak my mind i don't need that i make people pay me for my time yeah i need that and i see your girl like all the time all the time no i can't tell you if she's yours or mine but i do know me and all my doing well doing well dawg you not from the city i could tell i could tell dawg did it did it did it by myself by myself dawg blew up and i'm in the city still i'm still here dawg